Hi, I'm Kathleen Gazzola. And I'm Molly Upstill. And this is Mums Mums Gone Gone Tropo. Our little podcast where we as fairly new mums are having chat about life in the tropics, raising our family, the challenges and joys of motherhood, and also sitting down with some well-known and some not as widely known women about their mum journey and why they're raising their family in the NT. Launching into this week's guest, how exciting. You might have seen her on your evening television screens over the years. It's Amy Colpert. She's a journalist and has been a presenter at ABC Darwin and is now a lineup producer, which means that she essentially decides the format of the news you watch every evening, which is a pretty big job. She is formerly a reporter and presenter with Nine News for Seven Years, which is where we, of course, became friends. She is passionate about sharing stories from the NT, and I can proudly say she is a very important important part of my village, helping me raise my little girl. So here is Amy Colpert. Colpert, welcome. Oh, thanks. Welcome very, to our podcast. I'm excited, but I'm mostly just nervous to be here. So. <laughs> That's all right. We've got some mimosas just yeah. to warm things up, make you feel a bit more comfortable. I was just saying to you guys, um, I said to my husband before I came, how I was a bit nervous and he couldn't understand because I literally talk all the time. But talking <laughs> about myself is like a whole new kettle of fish. So Yeah. As journos, yeah. we don't talk about ourselves. So no. this happy is to, I'm happy one. to ask you guys questions. Do you want me to do that? <laughs> no, no. This is, this is our question hour. <laughs> anyway, I'm very excited to be here though. So. Yes. Thanks for this. Yeah, I'm certainly no expert on parenthood, but I mean, is anyone? Yeah, exactly. My best. That's the point. I don't think. (laughs) I don't. I think that's the point. No one is an expert, so we're just going along on this whole thing. We're doing it all together, especially us being new ones, and you're two in. So yeah, two in. It's great, Molly. You're going to love it. Yeah. (laughs) No, it is good. (laughs) I'm nervous. We'll get there. For people out there, I actually had to warn Amy. I hadn't heard from Molly for about 24 hours or something, Mm -hmm. and was like, just FYI, we might need to. You know, reschedule because she could be she could be in labour. But I just forgot to reply to your text message for twelve hours. She's been asleep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair enough. It was, you were only like, oh wait, you're not in labour when I put up an Instagram story of my son on the lawnmower waving like he's standing. Yeah, it's a decoy, so people don't know that. Yeah, you don't know. I did wonder that. I was like, maybe she's in a bit of a lull and just better share Artie before he becomes an older sibling. Oh gosh. Uh, just to kick off, Molly, a bit of a not so nice discovery at home. Oh my gosh, yeah. We have five acres just outside Darwin. I love it. It's our beautiful sanctuary. It's our forever home. We absolutely love it. And because I have a 15-month-old that gets cabin fever within three seconds of being inside, um, we often go for block laps in the afternoon and it's a heap of fun. A couple of days ago, we were doing the said block lap. And I looked up in the tree and I said to my husband, Jack, babe, what the fuck is that? (laughs) And he's like, oh, my God. And I kid you not. And I, I will put this up on our Instagram story so you can actually see what I'm talking about. It looked like, and I'm not even joking, a possum that was just hanging around wrapped in a spider web. Yeah, that's like, that's cool. like, like it, it, worst nightmare. Like it was, Tangled. Oh, it was absolutely dead. Yeah, no, it oh, was dead. like... Like wrapped up in, to be in, eaten kind of thing. It was like thing. entombed in like, the Look at this web. photo. And where was this horror spider that's big enough to eat well, a possum? That's what I said. <laughs> in your, my, we in do your bedroom. Territory. Okay, I'm about to show Amy the photo. You would think like from a distance, like at a first glance, I was like, oh, it's a koala in a tree. That's how big it is. <laughs> it's huge. It's disgusting. And I is said to Jack... Is it actually a possum? Well, I said to my husband... Human? Like you could <laughs> see, seriously. You could see it had like something wrapped around the tree and I was like, that's its tail. Like Ooh. it is wrapped in a spider web. I was like, Jack, I don't have my phone on me. If this is a possum wrapped in a spider web, this is going global, right? <laughs> what is this go viral? Phone. This is my big chance. This is my chance. 
Quick, get the cute child next to it, okay? <laughs> so I ran, waddled you inside ran. as fast as I could <laughs> to get my phone, to get a photo. And I came back out. My husband had found this big appropriate whacking stick and it hit like it was a dead possum. And I was like, like what a thud. side? Yeah, it was a thud. <laughs> and I was like, what size spite? Like, put the sold sign, put the for sale sign up. Yeah, going. We're going. going Forget the sanctuary. I'm done with it. Yeah, this. no, yeah. this is no sanctuary. This is a <laughs> hellhole. And he started whacking this thing. I didn't know what it was. I was like holding Artie, my baby, in my arms. Ready to go I inside, like, I hope. Go yeah. and touch it. Hoping if it you falls. don't have to run, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's so gross. And Jack is hitting it and it, like, would not come down. I was like, the possum has got, like, rigor mortis around oh the tree, oh right? God. Like, it's stiff. Anyway, it hits the ground and it doesn't, like, fall apart or anything. And I was like, that's a fucking possum. It's wrapped in a spider web. This is the <laughs> like, grossest it's just confirmed thing it, yep. ever. Finally, Jack manages to, like, open it up with a stick, not his hands. Thousands and thousands of hairy caterpillars caterpillars come crawling out and was it a caterpillar nest? it was like a cocoon of caterpillars wow. and apparently Do well, i don't know yes apparently oh, they touch the you Brass, like a little bit leg. of like that is from one of those caterpillars oh. six months ago <gasps> well, apparently don't they have you no well we didn't i like ran waddled away <laughs> I ran, I mean, slowly walked. Yeah. <laughs> as fast as I could, slowly walk. Apparently, if you touch them, they have these little fine hairs that, like, get into mm -hmm. your skin. The first thing you have to do is go and have a really, really hot shower, open up your pores, and just, like, scrub, scrub. them out. Otherwise, they, they simply fester. stay in your Ooh. skin. They fester. How did you get yours, then? Oh, being forced to go out. Oh, camping. Hunting, yeah. Hunting and camping mm -hmm. and fishing. Well, here we are being advocates for the Territory <laughs> <Yeah>. and talking <laughs> about... <laughs> so, anyway, we left just left it on the ground. I don't yeah. know what they do. Now, are you, but, but are you half relieved it wasn't a dead possum? I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, that was my story. I'll pop that photo up on our social media. Uh, if anyone has come across anything like that before, send us a message because it's disgusting. Yeah, one rather not things. the spider ones. Yep. Not, no, not non-spiders. Spider <laughs> and maybe if anyone has any stories like that, we can share them on next week's episode. There's got to be some good possum. Someone has to have found a possum wrapped in a spider <laughs> somewhere up like, here. Is that too much to ask? Really? <laughs> <laughs> come on. It is the so that's been my moment of mango madness this week and it was yeah. disgusting. I love that it's this week. Like, this is the sort of thing that happens on the regular and in the top end. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, we all have some sort of story, I suppose, isn't yeah. it? That's, yes. That's the joys, downside, upsides of living here. Living here. I mean, they make good stories. They exactly. do make good stories. Yeah. Well, let's launch into it, Ames. So starting off, tell us about your mum statistics. So uh, as we mentioned, mum two, mama two uh, gorgeous little Grace, who is six, and my four-year-old, just turned four-year-old last week, uh, Cooper. Six and four. It is a busy house. You're in the thick mm. of it. But they are gorgeous. At Cat, you would know you've, you've met my kids several thousand times. Grace is a firecracker, and mm -hmm. I mean that in the most lovely way, but she is just, I know everyone says their kids are full-on, but Grace is a special kind. Kind of for fierce. Like she is, yeah, she's fierce. Like I love it for her, but she is a handful. <laughs> she's so beautiful. Like you look at her and you think butter would not melt. Yeah, gorgeous angel face. Yeah. When you say she's a handful, like what? She doesn't sleep. She oh, gave up fun. her day sleep at about just after one. Yeah, uh, and just refused. So she was the only kid at childcare who wouldn't sleep. So the whole room would be asleep, and she'd just go hang out with the chef in the kitchen. <laughs> yes. Like just has total rule of the roost. Um, and that so, and but also doesn't sleep at night and still is a, it's a problem still so and she's sick so are you like perpetually tired <laughs> she's definitely her dad's little girl she's exactly she? yeah. like her dad like I think she looks a bit like me but mm. personality wise 
uh, my husband Heath is um, can't sit still, and Grace seems to be brushed with the same, <laughs> the same blessing. Uh, so yeah, she's totally full on. She loves, like I said, looks like this little princess, but is um, just loves fishing, and hunting, and camping, and so good. Yeah, yeah, and she's a cracker little gymnast too, which is good. Like at least we're channeling it into something, I think. Mm. Um, Olympics, here we come. Yeah, and then there's little Coops who is four and is just, I feel bad for him because the rest of the family is so full on. He's sort of just coasted through the first, he's just so happy, like he was just so relaxed. So he's starting to find his little personality now, which is lovely, so. Grace has given him the chance to do that. There is brawls, there is, they're at the age where the fighting has started. I was like, oh, they're never gonna fight, Mm. you know, girl and a boy, but. Now he's getting big enough that he can fight how many times a day do not punch each other. <laughs> Can you guys just not punch each other? You're not allowed to do that. And I keep telling Coops, if he does, he starts preschool this year. If he does that at school, they won't let him back. And Grace is like, what? So if I hit someone, I don't have to go to school? Like, <laughs> well, at least about. she hasn't done that yet. <laughs> She's cluey. This You've got to give her that. trying to convey here, babe. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I can do that. (laughs) Anyways, I'm so glad. Like, I love that they're that, especially Grace is that fierce. And I, because I know the world will probably beat it out of her one day. But um, I hope not. not. No, I hope not. I love that about it. It's great these days that, like, you know, the world is embracing strong women now more so. Like, it's more about a a celebration of that, right? I agree. It just makes you. As long as I can survive it. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. In 10 years, she's going to be 16. Yeah, this is my. This is my fear. She's got this great little bunch of girlfriends and they're all so gorgeous. And I tell you what. Tearing up Mitchell Street. Oh, at 16. But well. she will, she's that sort of personality. Like she doesn't take no for an answer. She got a bow and arrow for Christmas. <laughs> she is out every day. Perhaps. Do you guys live rural as well? No, or are you in like the northern side? <laughs> She gets, she fills up an empty milk bottle and puts it on the grass, and she just spends hours every day practicing. She's like, so we're going to nominate her as our tribute when the Hunger Games comes yes. around. Yes, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's a cute or psychotic. I'm not sure. So anyway, well, at least you don't have to worry about well, any. She can defend yeah. herself. I love yeah. that you're not be like, no, sweetheart, you can't have a bow and arrow. But here's a Barbie. Like, oh, let her have the bow two. and arrow. Yeah, I know, but like, <laughs> like the bow and how good mm. is it? Good? I don't know. I do have moments. As long as she doesn't shoot her brother. I think it's, I don't think this is a good idea. And he's like, no, no, she'll be fine. She'll be right. She knows how to use it properly, you know. Yeah, well, it's about safety. We're teaching about safety. She does know how to use it properly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Amy and I have known each other for... Over 10 years now, I reckon. Yeah, I'd say 15. Longer? Yeah, yeah, 15. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And I was so thinking... So since we were infants, in fact. Yes, literally. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I reckon... I was thinking about it. I was like, I reckon you're probably among the first of my friends mm. to have a baby. Yeah. Really? Oh, totally. Yeah. And, like, probably thinking back on that, I never... Like, we wouldn't have really spoken about your experiences because I just didn't understand and wouldn't have well, known what don't. to ask for yeah. and that kind of stuff. And I was thinking back to the gift that I gave you... <laughs> <laughs> when you had Grace, was these beautiful leather, tan leather booty so shoes, like handmade, like they're gorgeous, gorgeous, but also so impractical. Cute, just though. cute, but like I could have given you something a bit more useful. It was like, perfect for Santa. Think- for Santa photos. <laughs> Like, I just think back, I would give you probably those and then some other things, much like you did. Like, I gifted them back to Kat when she had a baby. Yeah, which is such a nice little That's very cute. So did neither of you use them? Because we live in the sun. And (laughs) yeah. For a special occasion. A Santa photo. photo. Did you realise? them once and Cooper wore them once and then I gave them (laughs) to Kat. Indian givers. Um, (laughs) Did you you realise after you became a mum, though, how useless 
pre having kids, all of your baby shower gifts were? Oh, totally. Yeah. The only thing I used, not I, all of I them. Got, and I, when I got it, I was like, why the hell would someone give me this? Yeah. Obviously, a mum who knew it was like a feeding pillow, you know, one of the pillows, because yeah. I would never buy that for myself. Yeah. But I used that. I think I love because I, I got brace it from and then I had coops and I pretty much breastfeeding pillows went handy from one to the other. Mm. Yeah, I reckon. Well, it was almost like three and a half years. I use that every single day. That Do you know one of the best gifts I got at my baby shower were um, wet wipes, flushable wet wipes, oh, totally. flushable ones. Yeah, okay. they were the most practical gift ever. I kept them in the fridge yep. when my episiotomy got too painful and I needed to go to the bathroom. Yeah, They were the most soothing things ever. Mm-hmm. And now you better believe that if I'm coming to your baby shower and I know that you're having a natural birth, you're getting six packs of yeah. flushable wipes. How's Great wipe tip. General, Great tip. Yeah. I don't go anywhere without them now. Yeah, no, I've got one we set in my car, kids, in my bag, <laughs> Jack everywhere. Jack and I ate chicken last night and I was like, oh, thank God for baby yeah. wipes. Yes. <laughs> Not even for the baby, for my <laughs> husband and I to wipe our fingers. <laughs> um, I had like a, uh, it was a little while ago now, but Cooper had like an accident. He shat himself. And um, as babies, you know. As they do, do. yeah. And um, it was like in a public place and we went into the restroom and I was stressed and I wiped him up and I just, and I chucked one of the wipes in the toilet and Grace went off at me. You can't flush those, Mum. And I was like, well, I'm not getting it out now. (laughs) It's gone. Quick, let it out. (laughs) Not allowed to flush it. Like, she gave me a full lecture. So, you know. She keeps in check. Right, keeps in check. Yeah. Well, you better carry flushable ones next time, Amy. Obviously, I know they exist, but now I do. You get them in the toilet paper. They're not in the baby aisle. They're in the toilet paper aisle. Yeah, I didn't know they did either. Best baby shower present I got. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, so two and you're done. Yeah, I think so. It's like I am, but it's a hard thing to accept common theme Do, on this it's podcast. Weird. It's a weird, I thought I would be totally, and like too far, like they're full on. Yeah. Um, Had you always wanted two? Or I you wanted were two and he three? always wanted three. But yeah. like, it was like one of those things you say before you have kids. Totally. And then we had a, we had a serious chat about it this year because it was at the time when you, you, they get to a certain age and you think, well, if we're going to have another one, now's the time. To yeah. Do, yeah. Know? And we both would really like another one, but the practicality of it was just... Yeah. A space in my house. Cost. Um, cost. And even just time off work. I hate that the decision has been made based on... Yeah. It's really practical. Yeah. Oh, it has to be. It has to be. Yeah. And then, then, you know, just things like holidays and... Can't even go to the grocery store without spending 70 bucks on dinner now. Like the world is designed Mm. for families of four. Yes. I say this all the time. It is. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you get a flight. Yeah. Or you you book a a cruise or something, you know. Yeah. It was actually a tougher decision than I thought it was going to be. And I'm still like a little bit like, "Mm." but babies are so beautiful. Yeah. They are. Because did you, when you had coops, were you like, okay tried to kind of enjoy those things that you knew could be the last time I or did, and I really did you wish you did it more? I really regret I went back to work after six months or five and a half months and I just, I wish I'd taken a year. It's the one thing I wish I had. But obviously at the time, you know, uh, finances you do what you and do. I was pretty new to the job still. Yep. Um, like I really felt an obligation to go back. That's um, tough. Yeah, it's really tough. And I think it's something that a lot of parents struggle with. Yeah. Especially at the moment. Things gotcha. are really expensive. Yeah. You know, my husband yep. and I, have we're really comfortable. We have good jobs. And I notice that things are tied. So yep. I can only imagine how tough it is for some people mm. that aren't as fortunate as us. It comes back to the whole, I think more can be done to support women. Yeah who are in this situation. Far gone are the days of one for mum, one for dad and one for the country. It's 
two kids. Yeah, that's an old. Yeah, that's an old saying to try and keep up population growth. I think it's maybe the territory needs to reintroduce it. Well, one for mum, one for dad, a third for Natasha Files. Files, you would love to babysit everyone. I don't think she's got enough time. Anyway, so yeah, we're done with two. We're done with two, but it is. It's a bit sad. Mm. I think it's a bit sad when you realise that your baby days are over. The other thing is we're sort of through that haze, that newborn haze or the first couple of years where you're completely sleep deprived and, I mean, we are still sleep deprived but on a different level. Mm. Um, And, you know, they're a bit more independent now. You don't have to carry them everywhere. They can go to the bathroom, things like that. Yeah. So it would be a big load to go back to yeah. doing that all over again. A six-year age gap with Gracie as well. and Yeah, yeah, it's that's huge. Mm. Um, it, that is a lot. Yeah, when you think about it, and especially because my first two were so close, there's uh, just, just two years between them. So it's tough. But then I also think the other thing we considered was just whether I would cope with it, to be honest. You know, I have a really intense job and it is a, it is a struggle already. And I think you've got to be realistic. About so just for everyone that doesn't know, what do you do? Uh, I'm a journalist by trade uh, and I now run the TV side of things at ABC News. Yeah. Um, what does that entail? So I'm basically in charge of uh, the nightly 7pm bulletin. Yeah. Sort of say what we want to run and... The format of it. Tell all the staff what we want to do that day and sub all the scripts. and Yeah. And it is yeah. long hours. It's really long hours. So I get home. I finish at about eight every night. We do this thing where my husband works really early. So he does all the afternoons. Because you, he has his own business. Oh, you have he, a business. Yeah. To yeah. Get, he has. Yeah. Well, it's his business. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he has his own uh, business. Essentially, he's a milkman. He supplies milk to all the coffee shops and things like that. Yeah. So his hours are insane. Yeah. Um, that to me, I hear early hours when I hear supplying yeah. milk to coffee mm-hmm. shops. Well, for example, tonight um, he will go. He will get up to go to work at ten thirty tonight. PM. Um, PM. Now remember, during the week I finish at eight, so I get home at about quarter past eight. Far out. And then we do this tag thing where he's like, okay, good night. Yeah. Go to bed for two and a half hours. <laughs> I complain. Ships passing in the night. For him too. Yeah, literally. And that's mm. tough, you know, like it's... Yeah, it's tough on uh, your relationship, totally. the two of you. And when you add the fact that you're not... The time you're spending at home isn't... You know, it's not downtime. You're caring for two kids. Mm. It sort of falls on him. He does, uh, you know, dinner every night and all the... They've started doing sport now, so he does a lot of the sport runs. Yeah. And then I do the sort of the morning routine. Yeah. So I used to read the news and one of the reasons I transitioned yeah. to this new job I'm doing is that it was Monday to Friday. Yeah. So it just meant we I actually had weekends together, which was really nice. Yeah. And sort of necess- like necessary, especially now the kids are going into school. So where do you find the time to not just nurture your relationship mm. together, but where do you find the time for yourselves? Yeah, there's not much time. Yeah. <laughs> like you need to have... You need it, you need it You totally. need to have the time to yourself. Like So it's been this last year, Heath and I have worked really hard to just put some effort into keeping the romance alive, I guess, and, and having time for each other when yeah. we have no time. So it's just having... You know, like one day a week where we make sure we sit down and have a glass of wine together I love when that. I finish work. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, and so important. It's just hey. yeah, like the little things, but you need to. Mm. Um, it just wears you down. It does. That that is a major yeah. thing that I've noticed since having Sally because I mean Steve and I have been together for fifteen years and married for. God, when was my wedding? Six years now. Yeah, so we've been together a long time. So, like, chucking Sally in, I didn't think it would be as hard a work for us together sort of thing as a couple and making sure that we had that time of, you know, going out to dinner or, you know, actually 
having a conversation that's not about her other than like how's your day yeah it's all right same old yeah and then you leave it at that trying to remember little things when you're you're sleep deprived and and remembering when they had an appointment or oh, yeah. and a meeting and that get kind really of stuff at each other yeah like, i think that's when you're exhausted mm-hmm. and you're both trying to raise these little people in the best way possible yeah it's natural that you take some of that frustration out on each other. Totally. Do you guys have there, family up here? Yeah, so where my parents are up here, Good. which is okay. like we would really struggle. Yeah. Um, just because of my hours. Like, yeah. childcare does not accommodate no. those hours. School finishes at 2.30. Like, mm-hmm. it's Yeah, what insane. a stitch-up school hours are. <laughs> like, I'm a long way off that, and I'm already full-time parents like, do it. Mm. it. Well, this is the thing. Even if I had a, a job with nine till five hours, it's still you not s- practical. My dad obviously did long hours. Mum was a school teacher, but then they do, like, contact hours after yeah, school. Yeah. Yeah. So I was always at after-school care yeah. until, like, 5.30 and stuff. And I know a few occasions it was getting like quite late and it was sort of like yeah you know, I was coming in, to you yeah, like literally like <laughs> has someone forgotten but now thinking back on it they're probably just both really busy yeah it's hard it's and really trying hard to do the, the juggle, juggle. Yeah. yeah yeah and I uh, I was having a listen to your last episode with Amy Hetherington which she was great the juggle the juggle comments which I think um, at first I was like oh no I disagree with that which is fine like I, I think totally. what her point was valid but then I think part of the reason I disagree is because like resigned really close to home because mm. for me anyway it's 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 not a pissing contest it's not a flex it's a necessity like yeah we have to juggle to survive. you have to mm. um mm. and i and i think her point is totally valid and i think it is really unhealthy mm. um but i also think that for myself and for a lot of other mums that's it's not an option like we have you have all these balls up in the air and I've been there and you drop one and the whole thing just goes to shit mm-hmm. and you fall apart yeah. you know yeah but then you pick yourself up and you keep you just kind of have, have to do it you just put your yeah. girl pants on and yeah just yeah yeah move on. you know and in your head and as and I find this is the thing that comes with like I've just said my husband is an amazing father and plays with the kids and feeds them and feeds me and like does everything you could possibly ask for in a partner but I'm constantly laying there thinking oh it's dress up day at school this Friday what's she gonna wear oh it's um mm. oh have a hold on where are their water bottles oh, the Jesus. mental load oh, I need I to get read new an shoes and, and it today. is the mental load yep. that it is I don't know if it's by nature or design but I find that in my house anyway that's something that I spend a lot of time thinking about, whereas Heath is much more in the moment. Mm. Mm. And maybe it's a good balance that we're both like I that, feel but. like that's just life of a mum I've come to yeah. realise is the mental load. Jack is like... Heath spends so much time playing with Artie on the lawnmower, out in the yeah, thing, but yeah. I'm always like, what's for dinner this week? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. The mental load of a of being a mum is... Totally. Yeah, and it's really bloody hard. It is exhausting. Yeah. Beyond I, anything I, think I, I saw could a have social ever media reel that was like, why are mums so tired? Yeah. And it's because of all the things that are just running through your head, of all the things that you want to yeah, get and done like, and yeah, need I make to get doctor's done. doctor's appointments. I, yeah. you know, and it's fine. And I've taken it on and I want to do it. Part of me loves doing all that for my yeah, kids. Mm. The life but it doesn't change the fact that you're, you're still, still doing, doing it. And it's the same reason why after you put them to bed and you sit on the couch and you sort of sit there mindlessly either looking at your phone or watching some junk on TV. Mm. Yeah, it's because you need, like, it's that you switch. Yeah, yeah. Need that time Mm -hmm. just to bloody. Yep. Yeah, it's really hard, and I think of every mum I know is like 
feels the same way about it. Everyone's yep, doing no it. No matter what yeah. stage you're in. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I th- you know, it changes. Mm-hmm. The sort of things you worry about change. The load is still there. You just replace yeah. baby things with other things. Totally. You know, so. Yeah. <laughs> what surprised you about motherhood, both um, good and bad? I mean, you've got yeah, yeah. a couple of ye- years more ahead mm. of Kathleen and I. I think now I can look back on those early years. Mm. Um, but I know... I was surprised how hard it is. And yeah. I don't know if... I'm there with um, you, I reckon. A little bit of ignorance on my part because I haven't spent much time around kids before having my own. But it is intense and it is intense from the day go, mm. you know. And I've I, I, the sort of person who has always put so much into work and always done so well in in work and in anything I sort of put my mind to. Something has to give. (laughs) Yeah, literally. And you just think you're going to apply those same techniques to motherhood. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. It doesn't matter how hard you work. It Mm. doesn't, it doesn't make you a better mum. Yeah. You know, it's, and you don't stop, but then time slows down so much. Like you think you're going to get so much. You're like, oh, I'm having this baby. I'm not going to work. I'm just going to get all these things done. My house Mm. is going to be spotless. I'm going to cook amazing meals. I'm going to write a bloody novel. Fun fact, the house is never spotless. Spotless. <laughs> it's never going to be spotless again. <laughs> just accept it. But you do. You think it's going to be. You yeah. think it's just going to be delightful. And you're going to have this beautiful baby. And oh yeah, I know I won't get much sleep. Yeah, but it's so gorgeous. And you say, I know it's going to be hard, but you, you don't, don't understand. You don't and, know until yeah. you know. Yeah. And I think you and you were saying about breastfeeding. Like no one told me this, but you can't explain it to someone mm. who doesn't have a kid. You can't be like, so true. Yeah, you want to breastfeed. That's great. And, and I know you know it's hard, but I don't think you realise how hard it is. Yeah. Or I don't think you realise how hard not getting enough sleep is. Yeah. Or how much you worry there is about like, everything you do. Absolutely. There is no comparison to pre-kids. Yeah, I'm tired. I had a big day at work. Or, like, I stayed out till 4 a.m. at monsoons <laughs> on tired. Saturday night. Like I'm tired because I wrote myself off on the weekend. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> being up all night with a baby is a tired that you just cannot ever comprehend yeah. because it's not it's not like it. not having much sleep and then having a chunk of sleep it's yeah. like oh here's a little bit of Broken. sleep nope done yeah. okay like, it, it shows why they use sleep deprivation as a torture technique it is yeah. can be just pure torture but how much do imagine. you love and this is so catty and I hate doing it but you know when you're at work and especially now I'm a fair bit older than a lot of the other staff and one of the young like 25 year olds pulls out oh god I'm just so I'm just so tired <laughs> are you <laughs> are you, are you? And I don't want to be one of those people who's like, you don't know what tired is. Like, you turn into angry mum. But you have no fucking idea what tired is until you have children. I mean, just like, oh, sweetie. Even just like... like, Just write your story, do your job. Oh, it must be tough knowing you're going to finish in an hour and then just be able to go home and do whatever the hell you want. I know. Well, like, we had a bad night a few nights ago and I was flying out to Alice that morning and the flight's now 6am so I was getting picked up at 4.45 yeah and Sal oh, woke no up at 10 to 2 oh my god at 1.50 and would not go to sleep until 4.30 and then you ha- you basically had to get ready for work yep. so. so I think I'd had three hours sleep and then it was a full on day on the ground like we didn't stop it's too much but and you so didn't just go to Alice the PM you went to you, you went to the Alice for the Prime Minister. Like, you were just not covering was, any old story. It was that you adrenaline were for, which got me like, that's through. That's huge and three days. Cope with it because, yeah, yeah. Because even though, like, that was a, a very heightened day more than normal, still... Mm. It's you just have to get through it. Mm. You can't... You don't have any other choice. But it's when you have... Choice. When you have those days... 
day after day, week yes. after week. And it's amazing how yep. well you function. Mm. It, it blows my mind how but you can do it. But you it do it. It wears you down. You it does. To. You don't have a choice. And yeah. I think something's got to give at some point. Like I, like you said, what are you, when do you have time for yourself? I don't have time for myself. Mm. And I don't make time for myself. And I know I should. And I know it would be good for my mental health. And it's definitely something I want to do. But that's the thing I've chosen to let slide. If it was one of my friends saying this, I would be like, you have to do You have yeah. to take the time. And I'm not saying I don't ever get time. Like... I do, but mm. it's 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 not a every day. I don't have an hour to exercise. You know, that's something that. Yeah. And it's something you got to work on. I think everyone has things they need to work on. That's what you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. We're all Definitely. just doing the best we can, all right? <laughs> yeah, we are, aren't we? Do, right? so what is it about? the Northern Territory that, I mean, obviously born and bred Territory girl. Pretty like, much. I moved up when I was three. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to take you've it. You've clocked it. You can't you've got pretty much it. moved up when I was, like, Well, I wasn't are. born well, here. Well, you've, you've lived in a lot of places across yeah, the yeah. NT. So, yeah. I mean, So sure. uh, my dad's a copper. Yeah. Or was. He's retired now. Um, and so we we moved up when I was three and we've lived, um, his first posting was to Groot Island. So spent about four years out there. <laughs> which was amazing, growing up, like an amazing place to live. And then um, Alice Springs and then Catherine and then back to Darwin. So definitely a territory girl. Um, But I just love it. And I love all of the territory. Like I just think it's the most beautiful place. I think people who haven't been here don't really understand. understand. Mm. Or maybe even more people who haven't lived here don't really understand what it is, the appeal. Like how many people do you know? Are you having contractions? I have a foot in my rib. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. She's what? having a baby. This is obviously a really pre-recorded <laughs> interview. <laughs> we're literally on a clock, a clock here ticking away for when We're working around Molly. We're very excited for the baby. Yeah, it just, yes. We've, we've said it would make great content. It would make great content. Starts. It would make great content. Let's not. Let's not. <laughs> Darwin in particular, I love the top end, especially. The tropics really just suits me. I love it. Um, I love the weather. I love the storms in particular. Because you did live interstate. Mm. Yeah, I lived interstate. Mm. So grew up here and then went away for about five years. I uh, went to uni. Um, Where did you go for uni? Adelaide to yep, UniSA. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my husband and I were down there. We weren't husband and wife then. Um, but there's something about the top end that just draws you back, I think. Or I at agree. least for me it was. Mm. Um, and how many people do you know have come up like, oh, I'm just here for six months and they stay forever? Yeah, 100%. Like, yep. Or they leave and then they come back. Yeah, yeah exactly. So many. Exactly. So many. Because it, there's just, the people are amazing. Mm-hmm. Like the people are so friendly and so beautiful and warm. As a mum, I just think it's the perfect mix of having, you know, all the all the things you want to do with your child without having the crowds or... Mm. Yep. And how nice, you know, getting, like, coming into the city. It takes you 15 minutes to get into the city from basically anywhere. 20 max, you know. Opportunities. Totally the opportunities. Mm Work-wise, I mean, you wouldn't. Yeah, we wouldn't It would take you twice as long to get half as far anywhere Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And I I really feel that way. Although, you know, and there's a lot of pressure in Cat and I's industry as journos. You get to a certain point where there's a lot of pressure to move interstate if Mm. you want to accelerate your career. And it's really hard for some people, especially higher up in the network, to accept that that you're happy where you are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's something you have to come to terms to totally. as well. Yeah. Like you get to the point in your life where you're like work to live, not live to work. Yeah. And I think it's it's a nice balance in Darwin, you know, of of having a great job that I love. Like I love news and I love running this newsroom. Mm. But still 
being able to have weekends at home with my kids and you Not know if I need to go to the house. school concert you know yeah. exactly exactly so and there is that flexibility it feels like especially within the workplace that yeah if you needed a morning off or you had a school assembly in the afternoon yeah like you can they, take it they are really good yeah it's just not as competitive allowing you to go do that you know yeah. like you know there's not someone waiting in the wings mm. to sort of steal your job that you have elsewhere in this mm. industry <laughs> yeah. it's a lot more working together isn't it yeah we're all a team was journalism always something that you wanted to do no really do you know it's terrible i um <laughs> I, <laughs> so I took, I took like five years after school of just like working in bars, travelling, modelling, <laughs> modelling. Yeah, I was a model, <laughs> um, doing stupid stuff, but like just living um, and having a blast. And then not everybody knows what they want to do straight out <laughs> I of school. Had no idea. And then I somehow landed this job um, with Hot 100 up here as like one of the local commercial radio stations as a giveaway car driver. And then I ended up being like in an on-air position with them. And then I met Heath, um, who was up here playing footy. And like, we fell madly in love. And then... Um, <laughs> and then but he did, had... not, not sarcasm there. No, but did. <laughs> I can't help but talk about sarcasm. <laughs> anyway, you know, like that young, like, you yeah. know, new relationship. And he had already signed to go play footy back in Adelaide. And so I followed him. And it was, we'd only been together a couple of months. And like all of my friends, and even I, like me as someone who's like pretty independent was like what are you doing you're giving up this job you love I remember someone said to me what are you doing you will never get a job as good as this that's um, big shit big city shit for Darwin right I was, like, I was like what are you talking about yes I will and so I as a justification for leaving I signed up to do journalism at uni like it was something I was interested in anyway, mm. but I it was the push. Like I needed a reason to go down. Yeah, mm-hmm. that it wasn't and I needed solely to be able just to give. Heath. I wasn't yep. just like when people are like, "Oh, what are you going to Adelaide for?" I didn't want to be like, "Oh, I'm following my footballer boyfriend." Yeah, like, <laughs> he just looks so good in those shorts. I couldn't let him go. <laughs> <laughs> but that's exactly what I was doing. Anyway, um, so I did the degree and I followed the man, and then we got married. So like, it's all Perfect. worked out. It worked okay. out. Like, <laughs> nice I do love hearing stories about how people met. They are yeah. never bad stories up here no it's funny well we met at his footy club so mm. i was working at the radio they got me to host like a player review night and he was the co-host love and it was, i met my husband at the darwin cup yep took oh, him nice. home that night hey. dropped him at his hotel the next day see ya definitely should not have been driving <laughs> <laughs> waved goodbye see you never <laughs> here i am pregnant with his second child <laughs> married seven yeah. years together well, three Steve houses I, Steve and I Uni? went to a, a BNS ball oh, together nice. at university a bachelor in well if that doesn't ball. scream romance I don't know what does, you know when you so. spit spit food dye and alcohol oh, into each God. other's face that's true love that is delightful isn't it just haven't yeah. I said that if my daughter said to me I'm giving up my job to follow my new boyfriend you wouldn't would you'd just her. be like nah I would actually do not. kill her yeah but then she'd be like mum you did it remember yeah. how good dad looked in those shorts <laughs> No, yeah, I hope okay, she never I says that's a bit weird. No, no, that's like, weird. But, you know. <laughs> anyway. It all works out it in the end. It all it works out in the end. Whether it does or doesn't, in the end, yeah, yeah, it totally. always works So out. you can thank Keith for your career then. Yeah, and thank God he loves fishing and all the other mm-hmm. dumb things because he was so keen to come back as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a great lifestyle. And here just forever. We're here forever. Mm-hmm. I can't see us moving anywhere Yeah, else. we've just bought our forever house. Yeah. We're not going anywhere. No, yeah, I am. Um, we love it. I used to think like, oh, no, no. We're not staying here forever, but honestly, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine living It'd be hard. anywhere else. Yeah, and especially now. I mean, you've converted one of your rooms in your house. Yeah. Oh, to yeah. what? 
to a walk-in. Wait, you said that's so sus. What yeah. did you Wave convert to? to a dungeon. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Fifty Shades of Grey kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're out <laughs> Well, I said we no were keeping the romance yourself alive. You just converted a room. <laughs> Walk-in wardrobe, you filthy bitches. <laughs> yeah, actually, I remember reading that. What the hell? It's I'll, incredible. I'll send you a photo to put up if you like. It, it is amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. So you got a bit of yeah. a passion for fashion? or MTV like... Cribs kind of cool. Yes, like wow. I haven't, we renovated our whole house. Wait, you need to send us a photo because everybody's yeah, going to be listening to this being mm-hmm. like, well, now I have to see well, you it. Know, so can you like, send us a photo? Okay, this is so talking up on... too much, but you know like Carrie Bradshaw's wardrobe in Sex and City. It's not quite that good, but it is like the... Like in her new apartment one, you mean? Yeah, like when she... I was going to say, I'm pretty sure she kept jumpers in her oven, didn't she? Oh, no, not that. Like, you know, when she was the new one. The movie. The movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, look. The wardrobe wardrobe that ended her marriage. (laughs) Yeah, that. (laughs) That one. Yeah, that. Um, So, but this was a pre-baby decision too. So we had a four-bedroom house in the in the suburbs, and it, it was my husband's idea. Wait, 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 wait. So <laughs> you have two kids, and you're like, no, we are foregoing the third for a wardrobe. <laughs> we well, could have had a third oh kid. And a I just said, I just said, not having the space was part of the reason. <laughs> my, yeah. Wow. Did you not my think shopping of that? addiction has cost me a third child. Yeah, I thought like, you real that when you said you didn't have the space. I thought that's what you were referencing. Yeah, I just never really. Put it into context. Okay, just put two and two together. The look on your face—you're like, "Holy shit!" I, I just, honestly just think, had I an just epiphany. Would probably have a third child if I had an extra bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And not a wardrobe. <laughs> no. Anyway, yeah. So before children, I mean, you could just chuck a crib in there if you needed to. <laughs> Yeah, but it's I'm, your space. It's your special space. It's my space, it? okay. <laughs> but um, it is yeah, so we converted before kids, had a four-bedroom house. Uh, Heath, when we were renovating, was like, you have an insane amount of clothes. Why don't we turn this room that is next to our main room into a walk-in wardrobe? Great. And it's amazing. It's got yeah. its own air con. It's got like... Oh, good, because, because it's hot. You know, getting dressed. Up here. Exactly. And also, because it's joined to the bedroom, if anything ever happens to our bedroom air con, look at me justifying this walk-in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do, Matt? Anyway, so now we have a full house, but a beautiful wardrobe. <laughs> and no more children. That's Sorry. self-care. That is self-care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And an amazing shoe collection. So. <laughs> Have you always loved clothes and yeah. like uh, what what sort of like what's your go-to like I need yeah. to know more about this I have I remember in high school my best friend's brother said to us why do you always dress like you're 30 years old so from a young age I knew my style very well I like, I like tailored things um not that no I'm not going out getting stuff made but I like that sort of yeah structured um, yeah structured um business smart appropriate fashion and I'm obsessed with it and I always have been so I knew my personal style really well and I yeah I just started I developed uh, I've always loved shopping and then the rise of online shopping really fueled that Mm. um yeah the postie definitely knew our work address very well. There was always a lot of parcels arriving Still does. during the day. The receptionist at my work sends me every afternoon, will send me an email being like, oh, no parcels today, Amy, or oh, just three parcels today, Amy. So where's, what's your go-to brands? Like where um, do you love the most? The, I love Carla Zampatti, but it's really expensive. How rich are you? <laughs> not. This is the problem. I'm not. So I only buy her stuff when it's on sale. Like that's yeah. my rule. And it's only pieces I love that I'll yeah. keep forever. And I justify it because I do still present one show a week for TV yeah. news. And so it's the a stuff tax write off. <laughs> I have to have outfits. You have to look <laughs> for presentable. News, so. Very well, yes. Um, so she, I love uh, Carla Zampatti. I used to love Q. I've gone mm. a bit off that, but that sort of, you know, They've changed their style. Nice style. Yeah. 
a bit from Karen Millen and a bit from Scanlon Theodore, also very expensive. Yeah. So, but I've, I don't buy, I don't like, I don't buy masses of stuff. I just buy pieces that I love. So, has your style stayed the same pre and post kids? On, I've had to change. I've had to change. Kids. Yeah, same. I look in my wardrobe and I just go, no, I don't even. Like what I'm wearing now, I cannot wait to give to Vinny's. Like this is just a cheap get-me-through-pregnancy dress. But I reckon there's got to be like a graph that the closer you get to 30, the more you love Country Road. Oh, yeah, totally love yes. Country Road. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and my wardrobe has okay. so much <laughs> it? Yeah. Country Road. And they know their and audience. I am just obsessed with it. Yeah, yeah. And I found that as I've got older, I don't even Same walk with into seed. The, yeah, seed, mm. yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The totally. older I get, the less I... I would rather spend $50 on a T-shirt than $5 on a T-shirt because it yeah. a, lasts longer. But, yeah, has your it's style about, evolved or have you um, just always My style's really... evolved because it has to. Like, I, I'm, I'm pretty consistent in the sort of things I like. Yeah. Um, I, uh, my body just changed when I had kids. Yeah. Um, and so I really... I have a real focus on dressing to suit your shape and stuff like yep. that. So the things that used to suit me just don't suit my body shape anymore. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's changed in that sense. Um, and, you know, gone up a size or two. So well, we all really <laughs> like you just that's how it is, isn't it? Yeah. But I mean, being Amy's friend, you're very, you become very lucky because she's very you're generous like, with the hand-me-downs Oh, as I was well. just about to yeah. say, are you like, oh, yeah. mate, I've got this really I do big a event. Like you were both every TV journals. I never yeah. had that issue. When I was working at the NT News, I used to rock up in thongs mm. yeah. to work. It was great. No. And then I'm like, oh, I would hate to be a TV journal because you have to oh. look good. But I've got a head for Hand radio. Down like that is not true. I do a big clear out once yep. every six months or so. And wow. um, Kat is a beneficiary. She gets the first dibs usually. Yep. And then I just sort of... And Sal does the same with Grace too. Yeah, and the kids now. <laughs> the kids now as well. So oh. Grace is lovely stuff I, and our other friends hand it to Grace and I hand our stuff to and not like you know I'm not having the crappy Kmart five yeah. tops you know yep because you buy a couple of nice pieces a year mm, for the kids. Of course. And it's nice. I would much rather see it go to one of the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, because you've spent the money as well, yeah, then exactly. it's getting you feel its way like it's because getting... they grow out of it so fast. Yeah. The other thing yeah. about Darwin is, thank God you only have one season to worry about. Mm. Oh, my kids never oh, in clothes. Oh, totally, hey. Oh, yeah. Well, I think I've said that. <laughs> my kids don't like wearing clothes. No. And I why buy, would you? I buy them beautiful clothes. They don't wear them. No. <laughs> and then you got a daycare in the Country Road shirt that I never also never buy. And they come home with like food dye. Aquafaba, couscous all over it, and I just go... Don't use washable paints. Yes. Like, what well, is this a water-based paint? So it generally always comes out. But he went what? to in this, like, really cute Kmart $2 T-shirt the other day and came home in red paint. Oh, no, actually, I lie. It was a Zara T-shirt that I bought for That's a dress-up party. And then I was like, oh, you can go to daycare in that. It's fine. And Ruined. it was Ruined. not fine. Boom, boom. Red paint everywhere. But you know what? He had a great time, whatever. <laughs> you just keep buying that. I just, like, I'm, like, and I'm very relaxed with the kids. They can wear what they want, and but I, it has to be clean. Like, I am... But it has to be colours like, and putty. <laughs> it has to be Zimmerman, okay? I don't think that's Zimmerman too much to <laughs> to childcare where they don't use washable paints. No, 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 no. Uh, we, we, you know, the $5 tops from Kmart and Big W and everything are great. Mm. Are perfect, yeah, especially yeah, for childcare. Totally. Perfect. Oh, but I tell you what, they go in every morning looking... Grey. Immaculate. Mm-hmm. And they come home every afternoon trashed. Oh. <laughs> They've had a great <laughs> day. Though, yeah. It's the only place they keep their clothes on, though. I think they have to at childcare. Yeah. yeah. At home. Granted, they're probably chasing after them. in the morning and they'll run outside and I'll turn around and they'll both be naked. I'll be like, <laughs> where are your clothes gone? <laughs> 
Well, like I in don't the top understand. end, right? How did you even do it so quickly? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Bing. But it's anyway. too hot. Yeah, yeah I exactly. just think about, it is hot. I mean, your kids would obviously be out of nappies, but I just go, take the nappy off, enjoy free balling because it's so hot. <laughs> mm, it is disgusting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I have tiles all through my house, so yeah, yeah. it's an easy clean. Chasing after. It's an easy clean. <laughs> you make me laugh. Yeah, see, in the house, I'm a bit more like, mm, I don't want yeah, you to yeah. pop a squat somewhere. <laughs> So we'll do it outside. Yeah. One way or the another. only problem with it all is Cooper thinks it's acceptable um, to go to the bathroom anywhere there's a tree. Like if we're out. Bushwees. <laughs> Bushwees. And in, in the yard at home because they're always naked. Of yeah, course. Of like course. whatever. Do a wee on the tree, on the grass, whatever you want. Um, Helps the growth of the tree. Right. Yeah. But like at his his birthday party last week. <gasps> Did he really? And we're, like we're, <laughs> we're at a pool, you know, and it's like a grassy area. And he just goes, hold on, hold on. Like we're playing piñata. And he's like, hold on, mum, hold on. And he runs over to the fence, like literally five metres away from everyone and just pulls his like swimmers down and goes to the toilet. I had a friend, we went out for lunch a good couple of weeks ago now and her little, I think he's three, was so upset because he wasn't allowed to do a bush wee <laughs> down at the waterfront. And I was like... If that Just isn't letting. a territory baby, then I don't know what yeah. is. Anywhere else it would be like, what the hell are yeah. you letting a child do? Like, it doesn't bother me one little bit, but like when there's other people around, yeah. Yeah. like there are yeah. some things. You draw the line somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. You know. Public urination, one of them. Delightful. So speaking on, you've just mentioned urination. You told us we have to ask <laughs> yeah, about the urine you don't have sample. To. <laughs> well, you know now. <laughs> you brought it up. You brought it up. I don't even oh, know this, this story. This is just one of those things that you go, does this happen to anyone else? Like, is anyone, like, I'm just an idiot. I am. So, <laughs> like, Molly, you know, you know when you're pregnant um, and you do tests and they give you a urine cup and you, you piss in it. Like, yeah. they have to do, a, you, there's a couple of them you do when you're pregnant. Mm. Yeah, well. The only time I've ever been given a cup is to do a urine test. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In my entire life. Right. So last year I had a, quite a bad cough, like really bad. Uh, lingering wouldn't go away. They were a bit worried about it, so I had to do a hip blood test. Um, and then they gave me... And then they were like, um, yep, here's a here's a pot. Um, just do the sample. First thing in the morning, you have to do the sample. Mm. Now, when you're pregnant, a first thing in the morning sample is, is a piss sample first thing in yeah. the morning. 2 a.m. Yeah. Mm. It, yeah, but it's like a piss sample, right? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I, anyway, so I get up and I do the wee sample and I put it in the seal bag and I drop it to the pathology place. Like they just, you just put it in a basket and yeah. they take it. Um, and then an hour later, I get a call from <laughs> Jesus Christ. This pathology I don't even guy. Know where this, is going. this pathology guy who's like, oh, uh, hi, hi, Mrs. Culper. Um, I'm just looking at your your samples here and I was like yep yeah, cool what's up yeah I did it first thing in the morning and he was like yeah it's um it's supposed to be a, a sputum sample now I don't know what sputum I didn't at that time know what sputum was um but it, it looks it looks like urine and I was like yeah and then the penny just dropped like as like and I was like yeah it is and then like you know my face just went white on the phone and I was like oh my god <laughs> a sputum sample is like the phlegm in your throat <laughs> I've given this guy my wee <laughs> when he just wanted you to spit in the cup. Yeah, literally like, just, like hock a leg, yeah. And I don't know why. Yeah, I literally was like, I wonder why they need a urine sample exactly. for a throat test. And but I don't know I why it didn't occur to me that 
like I was sick with a cough. Why would they need a urine set? It didn't occur to me. Like I just saw the pot and made the assumption. Oh my god! And, and is this yeah because a pot and is I quite was just large, like, so you're not going to like, fill yeah, that up. That's my urine. <laughs> yeah, I am so sorry. He was like, <laughs> do, do you Google want, me? Do I don't want even know who goes, I really am. <laughs> Do you want it back? And I was like, no, nah. burn it. I'm oh, good. You keep it. You keep it. <laughs> so then I had to wait another day to do the bloodies. And the worst part is I had to go in and get the thought again. Like, Did you have to like be like, fine. oh, yesterday I handed in the wrong sample. I need a fresh was, cup. Yeah, you couldn't yeah, even. I went in. I was like, I just need a, um, I just need a, <laughs> I just need a, a, a pot for a sample, a sputum sample. Because <laughs> I know it's, I'll never forget sputum oh, yeah. again for the rest of my life. I'm surprised. I would have thought they would have just given you like a swap. Well, for yeah. Your is this before or after it pandemic? It has to be. It was after the pandemic. Yeah. Okay. So you should but have known what. But apparently, was. it was the thing they were testing for. Is really anyway. It's a super bug that's really weird. Turns out I had it. So what was it? Like RSV or like uh, something along those like lines? It was like some sort of bacteria thing. Um, but if it's left untreated, it can basically give you a brain hemorrhage. So holy shit! But it's in your on. lungs. It's really common in kids. Lucky they had that urine sample to test for. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I was like, well, she should just, just run a test like, anyway. Any test you can do on that. <laughs> Maybe just make sure I'm not pregnant. Just I don't know. <laughs> what, else do you, what else do you do with a urine sample? I don't know. Apparently, not check the coughs. <laughs> Um, yeah, so anyway, I'm fine. The cough is fine. It's really common in kids. Really rare for adults to get it, but because your immunity is shot after two kids in childcare. Yeah, anyway. absolutely. Wow. Oh, my God. That there you go. Done. That's a great so maybe story. maybe, like, you know, the... It's embarrassing. Like, oh, like what we've all been there. I mean, I haven't specifically been there <laughs> in, in that, that position. situation. No one has been there. Okay. <laughs> but it's like when you've got to do the, um, the swab uh, when you're pregnant and they're like... You have the awkward doctor that is like, it needs to be a vaginal swab, but oh, make sure yeah. you also get, right up, get right up there. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And then he's like, no, 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 like all the way. And I'm like, he's like, start from the back. And I was like, wait, do you want me to get my bum too? <laughs> and he's like, yes. And the anus, please. And I'm like, doctors are so smart and awkward. I was like, <laughs> I know. mate, just tell me what you need oh, and I'll do it. Do it yourself. I don't care, man. We're at yeah. point do it while you're down there, please. I have no shame. He gets lost in pregnancy. Oh, doesn't it? I remember mm. when I was going to labour with Grace because oh. um, I've always been like a little, not conservative, but I'm like, like I wouldn't. Not run around naked like, like your kids. That's just not my style. Okay. Mm. Neither would I now because I have orangutan titties. But yeah, well, after kids especially. Yeah. Anyway, um, and I remember saying to Heath when we were going, I was like, just make sure I'm covered up. Like, I don't mind like a bit, but just like, you know, make sure my boobs are covered up. And within 10 minutes of getting to this hospital room, I was fully naked and Heath was like trying to cover me up and I was like, get off me. You I, know, I can't have t- any clothes on me. I, I remember you telling me, me like- this. I remember you telling me this and I do remember when I was in labour and yeah. I had this moment of like, this is what Amy felt like because I just want to be like, like, get off me. Off. I just, just get everything hot, everything. Yeah, kind of stuff. in the room. I was like, I just want to get in that bath. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Exactly Or digging those out the window. When your husband wipes your ass, you know that it's... Um, yeah, it's love. Yeah, it's love. Or the mm. end of love. I don't know. Well, <laughs> oh, I hope it's not the end, but yeah. Because <laughs> no. I need him in it's a matter of weeks, yeah, days yeah. maybe. <laughs> You're going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, far out. So on the back of that hilarious story, your yeah. pearls of wisdom. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you said do not Google it. No. I, I am really... a bad, bad Googler. I like, just found... Honestly, I do everything. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I do it occasionally now, mm. but like, you can find anything you want if you dig deep enough on Google and it's never good news. Mm. What was the moment that you had that breakdown with it? Yeah, it was it was maybe like a cup one or two weeks after I had my first and um 
you know when you you just stress about everything and I was stressing that she she was feeding fine and I was stressing that she wasn't feeding properly even though she totally was and so I start googling like what you should be doing and there's all this con- like conflicting information mm. and I just and it really it just overwhelmed me like the whole thing was overwhelming oh you know don't let your baby sleep with you oh don't let it have a dummy oh make sure it has a dummy oh don't let it have a bottle oh if you don't <sighs> give it a bottle by now it will never take one you could literally just, find the information to suit your yeah, situation it was just like and it was just like bang 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 all this stuff all conflicting. I was a first-time mum. I had no idea what I was doing. Mm. And it just made you feel like all your natural instincts were wrong. Mm. And I just and I, and I just broke down in tears one night, which, you know, you do a lot. Oh, well, I did a lot. Yeah, I, I did, yeah. I do. I still do now. <laughs> I do now, um, yep. <laughs> and um, I remember just being like, oh, I'm just doing this all wrong. And Heath was like, what are you talking about? Like, look, the baby's asleep. She's beautiful. It's like, alive. Like, you're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that tick. We've yeah. got, you've done the like, <laughs> number one. Number one KPI. Yep. Baby is alive. <laughs> what is it you're so upset about? And I was like, oh, they're saying that she should be doing this. And he was like, babe. And I was like, yeah. So at that point, I was like, you know what? I just need to stop Googling stuff, especially in the middle of the night when yeah. you're already stressed out. And you're sitting Delirious. in the pitch black. I'm yeah. bad at that. Sitting in the pitch black. Staring at this phone that's telling you going. you're raising yeah. your baby wrong. You know, mm. when you're doing nothing wrong. <laughs> no. so, so I just I just put it, I totally stopped. Like I had to be like, just don't do it. Um, and that, and I, and I stuck with that for for Good ages. That's awesome. Yeah, and so now I just occasionally will, if you know, if you need to just check something. Oh, like what? Like how, how bad does a cut on the head need to be before I take it to the hospital? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how bad does a crossbow <laughs> yeah, need to be? How to get a crossbow out of a toddler's leg? No, I, that's not a crossbow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Knife. Yep. Anyway, uh, so yeah. Well, my kids are very active. They <laughs> climb all sorts of trees and ladders and everything <laughs> they're not meant to. So. The Google does come out occasionally, but it just as a general rule. And I found, you know, I was, uh, I'm a little anxious anyway as a person and um, mm. especially with those hormones with the newborn, uh, yeah. those sort of things. I had to manage things that were making me more anxious. Yeah. And I feel like everyone is so quick to judge you oh, as well. I think that's there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I got that. to the and point. And so much advice from everyone. Oh, yeah. And so I much think. different advice for what works for them. And know. I think especially with my second one, I just stopped comparing my baby to other babies. Mm. By the time I got, so I'll say by the time I got to my second one. But did you I find that you were comparing that. those they're, them two together? Um, different experiences. Yeah, a little bit, but not in a not in a um, in a judge not in a judgmental way, or a, I'm really worried about it. Just in a in an observation of, oh, you know, well, Grace was sleeping much better early days. <laughs> She's not anymore, but um, than Cooper did, and things like, oh, Grace started talking a lot earlier than Cooper did. But that's probably because everyone else talks for him. <laughs> so now, um, and there's some of the difference between boys and girls. I was going to say, I think that's a boy girl difference. Yeah, yeah. Right? I think so. That's Google. what everyone's telling me. According to Google. Um, and then also things like, but then there's things like Cooper's got great hand-eye coordination, ha- has from an early age. And yeah, you still bought your daughter a crossbow. <laughs> well, I'm trying to develop these skills. <laughs> it's a bow and arrow, not a crossbow. A bow and arrow, I meant, sorry. <laughs> um, but Grace has no fear, so which is why we got her into gymnastics and she is like just loves it, throws herself around. Um, Everything I know about Grace points me in the direction that she should not own a bow and arrow. <laughs> 
<laughs> she knows the rules are like, oh God, why did I say bow and arrow? Jesus Christ. <laughs> she'll be fine. She'll either rule the world or destroy it. I'm not sure. But oh, good on her. I'm sure she'll have fun doing it either way. She's at her 21st as well. Oh, God. She'll make it that far whether yeah. you have made it. It's a done story. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. That seems like a long way away, but. It'll be here before first. we know I it. I know, I know. She's six already, much. Six going on 16. Yeah, wow. Thinking back that six years, mm. what would be the number one piece of advice, other than don't Google it, to first time mum, Amy? Um, oh, to, me, to myself. Yeah. Um, I think just be kind to yourself because we're really tough as mums. We're really tough on ourselves and we're really, and it's because we want the best for our babies. Just enjoy the moments without worrying about what you should be doing. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to say now. Mm. and, and take the time and enjoy that time because it's it goes so quickly. And I know everyone says it and it's ridiculous, but it is, you know, they're, they're a newborn for such a small amount of time. And, you know, if you're breastfeeding or however you're feeding them, just, just sit there and look at them and enjoy that moment. And don't stare at your bloody phone mm. and don't watch the TV. Just look at your beautiful baby's face because soon they're growing they're growing and they're they're not as cute as they were when they were newborns they're um, cute in a different the way the newborn yeah. stage does go incredibly fast you'll love the yeah. newborn stage as the second time around i think i think i think one thing i look back at i wish i got more i know you just said stay off your phone yeah. but i wish i got more oh, photos videos oh, videos not yeah videos yeah. of Artie as a newborn yeah because you just actually forget yeah totally that's one thing that i really did that i got heaps of videos oh that's do you look good. back at them yeah. often and be like when yeah. did yeah. this happen yeah. when you when you're in Alice Springs with Adam and then yeah. you start crying yeah, you that was baby, even though you've been desperate for this break from oh, your baby. <laughs> yeah, that was my, my first first ever night away from her completely. Yeah. Like, had gone out to dinner or, you know, gone out and had drinks or something. But, yeah, they were literally first time away out of town. Mm, it's tough. It's and tough. I was, yeah, I had, like, the dread in the pit of my stomach. And she wasn't 100% well as well. Like, nothing serious, just, like... A bit sniffly. Yeah, a bit yeah. sniffly. Had, obviously had that bad night the night mm. before as I was flying out and so I was like oh and I do all bedtime so Steve yeah, cooks yeah. and I do the bedtime routine and then in the middle of the night as well so I was yeah. just like hooky and I mean he does still like he gets up to her in the night and tries to settle yeah, her and that kind of stuff though, you know what I mean exactly and totally. like when you're sick you just want your mum yeah exactly, right exactly. so um she and yeah she'd been throwing a, a couple of like a bit hot and that kind of stuff so that the first night and obviously after having a big day I'd slept and had a mess. Woke up to a message at at six o'clock or whatever to a message from Steve at one a.m. Being like, she keeps on waking up every ten to twenty minutes. Has been since ten thirty. What do you think it could be? And then I felt terrible that I hadn't heard it, so I couldn't give him an advice and, and share that load at that time, even though I couldn't do anything. Yeah. And when I spoke to him, she had been up and down every 10 to 20 minutes from 10.30 to about quarter to three. God, that's And, nice. you know, he thought the aircon was too cold, so then he turned it Bless up, him. accidentally <laughs> turned it off, so then she got hot. Then because she hadn't eaten much dinner, then she was hungry, so then she's got extra energy and it was just back and forth. And then the next night was a little bit better. But, yeah, I I felt better than I thought I would yeah. being away, except for having the guilt of not yeah, yeah. being there to help. But... Yeah. I feel like also, that's just like a like sometimes the, the I just have first like that, right? six like, months yeah. of being a mum, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like Jack said to me a couple of weeks ago when we had like Artie was just super unsettled for like two hours maybe, and Jack woke up in the morning and he said to me, "That would have to be the worst night yet." <laughs> and I looked at him and like laughed, and said, 
Oh, did you forget about the five months of eight wakes a night that I got yeah. up to do? <laughs> yeah, he's he like, yeah, because only awake for yeah, five minutes. Exactly. He was lying I was like, you might have been awake I for only five love. minutes. I used to go and have a, shove a tit in this kid's mouth <laughs> for 20 minutes. What, do you think I'm sleeping while I'm doing that? I was like... <laughs> I mean, dozing, yes, but... <laughs> I was like, please, enjoy your two hours awake. Like, <laughs> seriously. Keith used to go, and still does occasionally, um, be like, oh, the kids had a good night last night. Did mm. they? And I'll be like, I got up three times, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. Steve, Steve's altered that phrase to be like, did she wake up? Yes. <laughs> He's no, smart. she didn't, or, oh, yeah, just once. But was, how long did that take to get to sleep hour and a half (laughs) far out yeah it's funny isn't it (laughs) anyway it's not funny at all but it is well if you don't lose your mind exactly Exactly. right the high your mum high was three-year-old daughter grace dropping an f-bomb how did you deal with that kind of like thank god language stuff swearing and all that yeah i know and you know you and i are both potty mouths yeah i'm a shocker um same but we also have this approach uh my husband and I, obviously, you try to rein it in a bit around the kids, but um, we've sort of we we teach them that there are words that adults can say, uh, you know, naughty words. We'll call them naughty words, whatever. Uh, that it's okay for mummy and daddy to say occasionally, but it's yeah. not okay for kids to say. And I think you know they hear it anyway at school, so I think it's not a bad thing for them to be aware mm. of what they mm. why they shouldn't be saying it. Um, but obviously. I don't rein it in enough because <laughs> when Grace was three and Cooper was a baby, uh, we she had, I don't know, she played soccer or something. And we were like, okay, we have a treat. We'll get a burger from Macca's on the way home. Very exciting. Thank God we were in the car. Um, and we, we go through Macca's and she gets a bloody cheeseburger or whatever. And they're like, oh, it's just going to be a bit. Can you just pull over? Like they do every time you go through Macca's. <laughs> and we're sitting there and we're just talking, chatting, and Grace just goes... Where are our fucking burgers? And And I looked at him and I was like, what did you just say, babe? Like, I knew, you know, you know, but you're like, just cannot believe that this three-year-old just dropped this F-bomb. And she was like, where are our fucking burgers? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh. And I don't, you don't want to make a big deal about it because then it's like a three-year-old thing. So I was like, oh, hun, like, that's, that's a naughty word. We're not allowed to say that word. And she goes, oh, okay, Why? And I'm like, it's just not very nice. Just don't say, okay. Um, but I was just sort of half proud that it was all in context. You know, like <laughs> she used it in the right way. Well, how and popular to be are fair, those videos on the to socials? To be fair, the burgers were taking fucking ages. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and you she already wasn't wrong, under okay. your breath. <laughs> <laughs> they pick up everything. They do. Everything. Absolutely everything. Oh like, and you just, yeah. So you do have to be a bit careful. But I think you got to be realistic about the world we live in too. They're going to they're gonna hear everything. That's everything. That everything. is one thing with like the use of phones. Yeah. Like it's, it is such a big, and you know, each their own about screen time and, and what you want to do and that kind of stuff. But I'm trying to take the path that like, I mean, they're not going anywhere, right? Phones yeah, are going yeah. to be and social media and all that kind of stuff. So I want to build that resilience in her of being able yeah, to, and teach her to right manage and it, from and it. Yeah. it and that kind of stuff. So like instead of completely off it and mm. not allowed to use it, I'm trying to, yeah. you know, have it involved and be like, mm-hmm. you know, set boundaries, of course, that she's not always on it and go outside and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, I personally just think it, it's a bit unrealistic to take it away because then... It's like when they finally get their hands on it, they're just like so intense about it and you've quickly got to do it all while you're allowed to have it. I've never thought of it that way. Yeah. We use it. uh, We don't use it. We let Grace um, have iPad time 
occasionally, usually just on weekends, maybe for an hour. Yeah. If mainly if we want to break, because she is so full on, like she doesn't sit still. So it's uh, she will happily sit there on that. Um, and then of course, because Grace is on at Cooper, who is younger, mm. who we wouldn't normally have at such a young age. Like he's exposed to it too, so yeah. he, he's allowed to as well. But I think. Um, for me, it doesn't bother me because my kids are so outdoorsy and so active. Yep. I feel like the balance is right. They're yep. not, they're that's not and that's one thing I want to ensure yeah. is having that balance. Yeah, exactly. Because, yep. um, I mean, she is obsessed with the wiggles at the moment. Yeah. Obsessed. So literally, like, every every moment she possibly can, she'll ask for it. Yeah. So then it's like, okay, well, let's distract you and go outside and we'll go do something yeah, else. Yeah, I think. And that kind of stuff. But then, yeah, it's like, yeah. okay, well, I just need to sit and down. Things like, <laughs> and things like flights, like, it's a lifesaver. Yeah. Once they get old enough to sit there and watch a movie or sit there and play some games on it, like, it's a game changer. Yeah. Um, and then we also occasionally, if we're out, I usually take colouring books and stuff. Um, mm. But after, you know, if it gets to the point where they're fed up with that and start to wiggle a bit too much, um, I'll happily give them my phone to watch something quietly um because mm. i think you've got to be respectful of the people around you as well yeah, yeah that's the old yeah totally. um yeah and if i didn't do that they'd be running amok mm. not that <laughs> yeah. with not with her bow and arrow not with her bow and no. arrow <laughs> no, no, no. that's just know. for the northern suburbs <laughs> you can bring her out to my block and she can shoot down yeah, possums yeah. covered in spider webs <laughs> if she wants she'd love that Oh, yeah, she could have extracted it for exactly, you, really. Exactly. Should have got her out there because I did not want to do it and Jack was hesitant as well. The only problem with uh, with being online is she she loves watching fishing, bloody fishing YouTube videos and, like, right. and like camping and like she so she wants to be a vlogger but not like a, oh, hey, welcome to my channel, like in a, right, well, we're going fishing today and we're going to get a barrel. So this is the rod so we're going to use. Good. Like this is what she wants to do. That and is I'm, great. I mean, I feel I feel like she'd you have go to nuts. foster that. Yeah, I just that is I'm a true not, territory. I feel kid. like once you're out there, like I wouldn't mind making it just for her, like making a little video for her, but I would be reluctant to put it out to the world. I just think once you're out there, you can't you can't, can't get no, it back, you yeah, know. That's so right. yeah, but yeah, it would be. She's pretty funny, Ooh. and because she loves pig hunting and everything as well. Like she wants to do all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, so. Jack is looking forward to the day that Artie's old enough to go out pig hunting because my husband is from Catherine, born and bred, five acres on Catherine, oh, just next to the airstrip. There, spend his days making his own bow and arrows. <laughs> Like the stories my mother-in-law have get along to well tell. With oh my gosh, honestly. And Jack is like, just waiting for the day to like buy another pig dog to like go out with Artie. I hear you breed good pig dogs. Yeah, a cat boy. Yeah. One of my I know. Yeah, we're not, Ours, we're not breeders. Good but. No, I know. But um, Jack's just counting down the days, oh, and yeah. it's. I think as well saying that parenthood is trying not to wish away the days knowing that you'll never get them again but also looking forward to yeah, totally. the years and ahead the, yeah exactly. but it's like i don't want to wish away this moment because i love this time exactly but then also but then it's like i can't wait till you're three or four and you know we yeah. can you know give you a knife to kill a pig basically so <laughs> why wait i know <laughs> Or like Jack's like when we get him a motorbike, I was like Jack is when yeah, not if, months old. When, yeah, yeah. Well, my kids both have a quad bike each. Yeah, so. where the, where weirdly, well not really me. I'm, I'm not too fussed by it, but Jack is very anti quad bike. Yeah, I have issue. I think it's a you just pretty dangerous. Safety. Yeah, and they have ours have like a speed thing on them, so you can make sure they don't go. Yeah, too yeah, fast, yeah. Like I have that. seen those. Um, like I was really reluctant, but also. Yeah. Let them live, you know. Yeah, I know. You can't wrap them in cotton wool. So, um, yeah, I sort of have to 
<laughs> when things like that come out, I just go inside because yeah. I, I struggle a little bit with my helicopter style. Like, you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. And you don't want to um, do that. And they never do. Like, no. not seriously. Um, and I don't want <laughs> to stop them. Flesh I don't want to stop them being explorers <laughs> or adventurers, you yeah. know. But yeah. We had to take Artie to hospital a couple it. of weeks ago. He fell off the lounge and smacked his head on the concrete and he had this, yeah. like, big well. And Jack worried about it. You don't even it need a quad bike, mate. You can just do it off a, off a couch. And the doctor literally looked at us, laughed <laughs> and said, yeah, good luck with that one, guys. I have a feeling we'll be seeing a fair bit of you in the coming years. And Jack and I were just like, oh. Jumped off the back of a ute and split her head open. She's an idiot. I don't even know how she got up there. And then yelled at the doctor because he was going to give her stitches and refused. So they ended up gluing her head because they were scared of my six-year-old. I was like, Grace. I love her already. I've never. I was even like, Gracie, babe. It's she's like they want to stitch it up. It means less of a scar. And she's like, you are not putting a needle in my head. Like, I was like she is so good. The doctor was like, all right, we'll glue. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> the doctor's like, I've seen enough of this to know yeah, she's yeah. going to be okay. Okay. <laughs> I said, I said to Heath, I was like, I'm not talking about pig hunting today. I don't want that out there, but here we are. No, I, I don't think you could have got away with no, doing that. No, I'm so sure I would have brought it up lives. about Grace loving pig hunting yeah. and playing pig hunting with other kids. Like, it's not for mm. me. I'm not huge on hunting, but, um, but I can see... It's so great for the kids being out oh. there. They go out to our friend's cattle station. I was just about to ask, where yeah. do you go? Yeah, so we have friends who run a cattle station out um, near Barkhart on the way to Kakadu, yeah. so it's pretty close. And the kids just, they they love camping. They love everything to do yeah. with that. Um, and then they go, we have a buggy. They go out in the buggy. They know all the animals. So You good. know, they know all about the cattle. They know all about the buffaloes. Yeah. Um, they obviously go Can I invite hunting. myself next time you go out there? Because that sounds like so yeah. much fun. I'm it excited is, it is to like, Sally camping. Yeah, like it's lovely. And just they are, they will happily spend however long we'll take them for just doing nothing but exploring the bush. You know Great. what I mean? Like, awesome. And I yeah. just think it's, and it's, it's, so, it's an hour and a half from our house. Like it's so practical and easy. Mm. And... Wouldn't you rather your kids were doing that than be sat inside watching TV? Like another Absolutely. pro of living up here, right? Literally. There's no trying to kill time in the house. No. If it's raining, you can go outside because it's hot. You don't yeah. have to yes. worry about yes. being cold. Literally. It's just the best. It is. It's the best. Yeah, great best place, place to raise kids. Don't yeah. tell anyone though. Yeah, no, I we know. don't want to keep the secret. We also need to grow the population, guys. We and really need to grow the population. Sorry, RIP wardrobe. Well, on that note, yeah. let's well, wrap, up wrap up our episode four, but three interviews. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you Thank so you. much, Paul. Thank Loved you for it. having me. Note to self, don't wee in the cup <laughs> when it's not <laughs> you, when it's not specifically asking for your Sputum. Maybe that's not, something you should have Googled. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is my own life rules coming back to bite me in the ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thanks, Ames. Thank you so much. Oh, we really love that. In true darn fashion, I'm sure we'll see you around soon. That concludes our chat with Amy. It was so much fun, I thought. She is pretty phenomenal. I mean, like most women up here. I'm <laughs> naturally. Not lie. Yes, naturally. <laughs> We're not biased at all. That's why we started this podcast, right? Um, I think I just love the way she's raising her kids. She's bought them a bloody crossbow. <laughs> that is true territory. <laughs> I just love how the presentation of someone, you see someone on the television screens and usually reporting on something quite serious yeah. or, you know, you only see one dimension of them. Mm -hmm. And I just love how different Amy is to that. And she doesn't take herself seriously. No, it's you know? good. Hit me with your mango madness. This one's a bit of a, a gross one. So 
just having a lazy Saturday afternoon. The hubs is out and about and, you know, I just wanted a bit of quiet time reading my book. So chuck on the wiggles for Sally, her crack TV as I call it because she's obsessed. (laughs) Uh, So we're sitting there reading, just keeping an eye on her, sitting in front of me on the couch. All of a sudden she kind of like turns around and holds her hand up at me and, you know, as kids do, like when they've got stuff on their hands and they're like, yuck, like fix it, whatever it is. Hold her hand up to me. I go, what have you got? Look at her hand. She's got shit on there. It's just poo. And I'm like, what? what? How How did that happen? Like all of a sudden I'm thinking it's going to be swiped all over the mat and whatever. Thankfully it hadn't spread anyway. She was obviously just Had like, a hand down a nappy. Exactly. It's like don't rub your face. Don't touch anything. Pick her up under the arms and race into the bedroom to clean her up, disinfect. Oh, and God. I would have just gone straight outside, straight under the hose. <laughs> I have a similar poo story. The other day, Artie wandering around. I have actually no idea where he got it from, and this seems to be a common theme in my life with this child. Um, has somehow got his toothbrush out of the bathroom, and I looked down and I was like, he's trying to give me the toothbrush. And I was like, why is it this weird colour that it wasn't before? And he had shoved his toothbrush down his dirty nappy that I didn't actually know was dirty. So on the way to the bathroom, he's obviously gone and his nappy and then decided to <laughs> shove the toothbrush down there. Anyway, safe Sometimes to say. Sometimes it's hard to reach, Molly. Oh, Things are just can be hard to reach. I was like, oh, I just don't even, I don't even want to know. Anyway, that toothbrush <laughs> just went straight in the bin. I was Naturally. like, I'm not even going to try and salvage no. this. God, no. <laughs> Don't forget, everybody, please send us your moments of Mango Madness. We're going to start to read a few of them out probably from next week because we've got so many coming through and they're just so good. Like Mango Madness just hits us all hard up here. So at least it's not us two struggling in the realm of motherhood. At least everyone can share the journey with us. Please tell me I'm not the only one whose toddler shoved his toothbrush down his nappy. Oh, they just put a hand (laughs) of poo. Yeah, clean it up, Mum. Send us a message to Instagram, Facebook, email, whatever, and we'll start to read them out. And uh, don't forget... Like, subscribe, follow us, leave a review, all those things, and we will catch you next week. See ya. See ya.